0: so you can be notified anytime we upload new videos. I want to encourage you to like this page so that we can develop the number of likes that we have so that we can come up in the rankings because we have a message that is critical for this uh, this time. So thank you so much for those of you who are already doing so. If you'd like to support our ministry, you can visit our website at templeoftruth.us. That's www.templeoftruth.us. Or you can go to patreon.com and look for our handle, Emerging Temple.
1: Uh, Brazen Lather Judgment?
0: Yeah, we said that bronze represented judgment. So everything about the outside was judgment. So bronze. The brazen lava had something to do with judgment. The brazen altar had something to do with judgment. But what was the brazen altar? What was the brazen lava? And how did they correspond to what Jesus did or is doing in our lives today?
1: Was it sanctification?
0: Very good. Which one?
1: Uh...
0: Brazen lather? Exactly. Because it was a bowl coated over with bronze filled with water in which the animal that was slain was washed in, correct? That's right. And we said that it corresponds to something that the Bible says that Jesus is doing with us. Do you remember what scripture we said where Jesus is washing us?
2: Hmm.
1: I don't remember that.
2: OK. Everybody
0: else's microphone is muted, which means they have no intention of speaking.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mom, Mom, you're you are you're David. You're the only one willing to come out and face Goliath. Oh all, the, all the other soldiers are out there. <laughs>
1: tell, tell them to turn their mics on so I can hear them too.
0: I don't know. You uh, okay, Doctor K? Is, okay, two of them have decided to come join you I, in the battle. I,
3: I honestly don't have an answer, to be honest. <laughs> so,
0: <it's
2: laughs> <no time. laughs> I have all the scriptures I,
0: my down. I have
4: Okay, all the you, you
0: Doctor K, you wrote down the scriptures, right? Yes, I did. You see, so if, just... if 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 if, uh, if Billy had written down the scriptures, she would have been able to remember. See. Okay,
4: but I'm looking at them to see which one. Um, I don't know whether it's um, in Ephesians or Romans or Hebrews because we had uh, readings from all no, don't worry about week.
0: the scriptures. What do you remember from your mind then? That okay, we said...
4: that it says we're washing with water by the word.
0: Okay, very good. And that was the brazen lava, right?
4: Yes, and okay. That, um, the brazen altar is where we were the where we are the willing sacrifice that um, for our sins that we that we um, give up our lives to um, daily to God Very to good. allow Him to have more more rain in our lives.
0: Very good. So we said that Jesus Himself was the sacrifice, correct? Correct. For our sins. Right. And now we are supposed to replicate his actions by offering our own bodies daily as a sacrifice, because in Romans 12, verse 1, or 1 to 3 or thereabouts, that's exactly what he told us to do, right? Right. And we agree that a sacrifice can't just be offered on the street corner. There's a particular place it's offered, and that is at the altar. Yes. Okay. And where did we say the altar was?
4: It's in our hearts.
0: The altar is our heart.
4: Right.
0: Does everybody remember this now? Yes. Mm -hmm. Good. So that's step one. And then step two was the bracing lava, where the dead animal was taken by the Levites and washed. Okay. And which, like mom rightly pointed out, is sanctification. But how do we get sanctified? Everybody here know? By the word. By the word. Thank you very much. So every time you hear people tell you sanctification, 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 you have to ask them, how much word do you have? Right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So your sanctification is dependent on the word of God the, de- the depth of the word of God that you have Now let me say something philosophical You cannot be sanctified without the word of God Amen, Amen. But having the word of God does not mean you are sanctified Okay, so let's remember Why I said that The word of God The word of God God Comes to us From God Amen Mm -hmm. But it also comes to us from men So I can bring The word of God to you I can teach you the whole Bible From Genesis to Revelation And you can quote chapter and verse Does that mean it has done one thing in your heart? No. Exactly. So don't live here saying, wow, look how much Bible that guy knows. He must be really sanctified. (laughs) Because that's not what we mean by the word. When we say the word, we mean the word spoken by God himself to you. Amen? Amen. Not the word you learned from Brother Mike. Not the word you learned from Bible school. Not the word you learned from watching TV. We mean the word spoken to you now. While Brother Mike is speaking, God could blow up something he has said. And you go, wow, I never saw it like that before. But I want you to understand that the person sitting next to you is not thinking the same thing you're thinking. Amen. So, who spoke to you? It wasn't Brother Mike. It was God. He just used Brother Mike's voice to say something to you. Okay? So, when you read the Bible, sometimes you go, wow, I never noticed that before. But you've read that thing a thousand times before, correct? Yes, Suddenly, God just blew it up. Now, that thing God blew up has changed you. The 1,000 times you read it before, you just, it just got into your head, it didn't get into your heart It didn't affect your being So That's why the Bible says Faith cometh by hearing And hearing by rima Do you all remember that?
2: One day we discussed
0: The difference We discussed the difference between logos and rima We said in the Bible The Greek word logos Is translated as word And the Greek word, um, word, is translated as rima also. And we said, if you read the Bible in Greek, you would see one place would say rima, another place would say logos. But in English, everywhere it says word, word, word. So you can't tell the difference. Anybody remember that study we had a couple of months back? Yes. Good. So the logos is the written word of God. Okay, I come to you and I say, God said thou shalt not steal. Okay, that's the commandment. That is the word of God. But by telling you that, have I given you any power not to steal? No. Exactly. But if God comes to you and says to you, hey, kid, I make you a promise. You're no longer going to steal. Now, do you see the difference? Yes. In one, I came and told you, God said, don't steal. But in the other one, God himself came and told you, he promises you, you're not going to steal. Now, if God came to you and says, I am God, and I make you a promise, are you going to have any doubt? No. no. Of course, you won't have any doubt at all, because this is the, this is the, this is the man himself. Okay, and that's what happens when you receive a reamer from God. So why am I going into this? Let's get back on track. The water that you are washed with is the reamer. Amen. Amen. Everything, Brother Mike is telling you, the greatest preacher is telling you, your neighbor is telling you, is the Logos. Brother Mike cannot give you reamer. Amen. 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 Only God can give you Rima Now Yes Brother Mike is expected To give you the Logos Why? Because without the Logos There is nothing for the Spirit To come and breathe on And give you life Are we can, Okay can anybody try Say what I've been trying to say What I'm saying I know everybody understands it but in your own words Remember, we're talking about the brazen lava now.
3: I'm trying to say that the word of God, the brazen lava, is signifies sanctification. Yes, and you get sanctified through the word. Yes, and it's not the word yeah you, you hear the word but it's different from when a person tells you and when God actually leaves that word breeds that word in you yes
1: um,
3: that's when you you become really sanctified when yes. God reads that word in you are supposed to when you just hear the word and read the word every day but do you right. leave the word that's the difference that's when you become yes. sanctified when God actually breeds that word in you.
0: Very good. Perfect. Perfect. So let's say you have a, a, a person who wants to get right with God in some area of their life. And you share the word with God, of God to say, okay, so this person steals. And the person knows God says, thou shalt not steal. But he can't help when he goes to 7 11. Pick something and put it in his pocket, right? Mm-hmm. The first thing is the person acknowledges this is not right with God. Amen. Amen. But the person can't stop, like Abele in your country, you people will say the person can't stop nicking, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah. So yeah. in England, they'll say a person can't stop. We used to say person can't stop, so you say person can't stop nicking. Okay? Mm-hmm. Can't stop nicking. Now, you now come and you say to the person, God says thou shalt not steal. The person says, I know. What do you think I've been praying to God all these years for? I just can't help myself. Now, if you're skillful and knowledgeable in the word of God, you will explain to the person that, listen, no, 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 you got it wrong. In the Old Testament, God told them not to steal. In the New Testament, God is telling you, you are not going to steal when he's done with you. He's just asking you to join his team. Does that make sense? Yes. So that's what we mean when we say, I gave my life to Jesus, right? Yes. So now I've given my life to Jesus. I've joined his team and I've joined his team, and the evidence that I've joined his team is how? Does anybody know how? The Bible says how you're saved. You remember it says in Romans chapter 9, if you believe in your heart, and what? Express it with your mouth. There you go. Thank you. That means that brother that has a problem stealing is now under obligation to go out telling people that Jesus is the only way, that Jesus is the Savior, that Jesus has done something in his life. Now, what are people going to think of him? Probably not going to believe him. They're going to watch and see. They're not, no, they're not going to believe him. They're going to be, that's that guy, he's a thief. He stole last week. I saw the cops arrest him last week. And here he's telling me, about Jesus, I want you to listen to me now because this is where Satan is Satan. Because there are so many people who love Jesus, who have a problem, but because they believe that they are so bad, they dare not open their mouth To talk about Jesus Meanwhile, their power To be delivered from what affects them Is in their confession Of who? Jesus For if thou shalt believe In thine heart, and shalt confess With thy mouth the Lord Jesus Thou shalt be what? There you go Do you get saved Before you confess the Lord Jesus? Or you get saved After you confess the Lord Jesus. After. There you go. So it doesn't matter what you're struggling with in life. If the, the underline, the word to be underlined is if you love God. Okay? If you love God, that means you believe in your heart. If you love God. Now confess with your mouth. And you shall be saved Doesn't matter, don't worry yourself When it's going to happen God told Moses, he said, these Egyptians you see today You will see them again In the future, no more Okay So, sanctification Doesn't occur or happen With observation Are you with me? Yes Okay, so Jesus referred to it like He called it the kingdom of God He said the kingdom of God is like a woman that planted a seed and how it grew, nobody knew. Okay? So Jesus Himself is working on you. You have to be willing to look at yourself in the mirror and understand. You know, sometimes you like to be the sit, sit, let's just say, sit in the front of a class. You want to be the one, you want to be the star, you want to be the shining one. That's a that's a that's a problem, right? Because only Jesus should be the shining one. Now, no matter what anybody says that you should give glory to God, you say it with your mouth, but guess what? You always want to take it for yourself. You always want to be the star of the class. You always want the teacher to think you're the smartest. Don't you know that that is a lack of sanctification? Because sanctification will make you satisfied with your station in life, whether you're recognized by man or not. What matters to you is that you're recognized by God. Every single one of us on this call Can look at something in our lives That needs to be sanctified That we know The spirit of God Is speaking to us And say you got to let this go
2: okay. And that
0: There is the work Of the brazen lava Amen? Amen.
3: Amen Amen
0: All right so the brazen altar is pretty straightforward. You you know, you, you don't do your own will. You're, you you know, somebody slaps you, turn the other cheek, etc. Okay? That means you die to yourself. That's the first step. And so now the second step breaks in lava. And that's the end of the outer court. Now we want to go into the holy place. Now remember, we said Paul never in Hebrews, I think Hebrews 9. He never mentioned anything about the outer court. He only spoke about five items. He didn't mention these two items, correct? You guys remember that? Yes. Yes. And then we said, why did he skip these two? Then we went to the book of Revelation and somewhere God told John not to count the outer court either. I said, ah, he must have said something to his apostles about this. Okay? So the next few items we're going to take a look at are the items in the holy place Now remember in your Bible They might not be put in the right order That you and I understand them to be We know that There are two items in the holy of holies What were those two items In the holy of holies That's the inner inner the spark The
4: Ark of the covenant And the mercy seat
0: Thank you What is unique about the mercy seats
4: I'm not sure what you're referring to, but the mercy seat. You're right.
0: That's a very opaque question. The mercy seat actually stays in the holy place, but goes into the holy of holies once a year. Ah, okay. Now, but when Paul speaks about it, he speaks about the holy seat as being in the holy of holies permanently. Now, why would he say that? Any Bible student here want to?
4: Okay, because I don't know if this is what you're referring to, but because Jesus died once for all time, for all of us. And, yes. and uh, the mercy seat was where the, the blood of the animal that was sacrificed. Once a year, <clears throat> the high priest went and poured it into the mercy seat to atone yes. for the sins of the community. Well, um jesus already atoned for our sins and the high priest could only commune with god in the holy place once a year
0: the holy of holies in
4: the, in the holy of holies once a year
0: and yeah. jesus
4: is interceding constantly for us now there you go our
0: high together for this lady everybody please this is this is beautiful it's actually what you were saying is i was like hearing music i was just like i was just kind of dancing it was just beautiful because you got it jesus doesn't go in and out like the high priest, he's in there permanently on the right hand of God interceding for you and I, amen. Amen. That's it. Do you see how the Bible is speaking to us? Like, you know, you just if you know, it's like if you don't get it, you don't get it. Yes,
2: <laughs> all
0: right, so. That's the Holy of Holies. So we know that those two things, the the Ark of the Covenant, which is the seventh item, right? The main item is Mm -hmm. always in the Holy of Holies. Okay, the Ark of the Covenant represents the presence of God. We know in the Old Testament, the mercy seat went in there once a year. But now in the New Testament, in the spiritual temple, the Bible says the mercy seat is permanently in the Holy of Holies with the Ark of the Covenant. Praise God. Amen. So there are three other items. What were the three other items, which we now know must be in the holy place, correct? That's in the middle ground. Seven lampstands. Seven golden lampstands, yes. Oil. No.
4: The table of showbread.
0: The table of showbread, very good. It had 12 loaves of bread that were changed every day. Here, another bowl? No. It was also called an altar, but it wasn't really an altar. It was just, it was just something you. It carried something that you would see in a Catholic church or Episcopal. Or incense. Incense. There you go. The altar of incense. Okay. So the you guys see like in the in the Catholic churches or in uh, African shrines or something you see a man with or, or a Hindu shrine you see a priest with incense and he's like waving it in the air and smoke beautiful smelling smoke is saturating the whole room you guys seen that do you experience that yes there you go so those three things the altar of incense the seven golden lampstands and the table of showbread okay now can i say something please at this point in time in your Bible, you might read show as in S-H-E-W. It's the same as in regular English, S-H-O-W. Now, the reason it uses the word show bread is because there's another bread that's in the Holy of Holies inside the Ark of the Covenant called the hidden bread. Are you with me, everybody?
4: Yes.
0: Called the what hidden bread or hidden oh, manna, it's called the hidden manna, m a n n a, right? Okay, that one is in the holy of holies inside of the ark of the covenant. Okay, so it's different from this bread in the holy place, which had 12 loaves for the 12 tribes, and every morning. The priest went in there and changed the 12 loaves and put new loaves of bread. But the one in the Holy of Holies supposedly never went bad. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. All right. Now, what is bread? I mean, Allegorically in the scriptures, when when we say bread, what would we say bread is? Food. No, no, I know. I know. I'm talking about related to the word of God. That sustenance uh, gives us strength. Yes, but, but okay. All right. Let's go to the book of John and look for where Jesus says, I'm the true bread that came from heaven. Can somebody find that for me?
2: Should have taken better notes. Okay. Okay, that's John
0: chapter six, verse thirty. John chapter 6 verse
3: 30 Is it 30 or 61 oh, yeah. John chapter 50. 6 from verse 30 To
0: 33 Or uh-huh. 34 Anybody can read Verse 30 to 34 Uh, I guess to 35, 30 to 35. I apologize. 30 to 35. I hope everybody's written this down now. Okay, we're looking at the table of showbread now in the holy place.
3: Because I have it on 51 and not 30 to 35. I've I've got it on 51, verse 51. You've got what? I I think.
0: I said said, let's read verse 30 To 35
3: Yeah but I'm saying that What you asked for is on verse 51 That's what I'm saying
0: Mm. Uh Aha This is I love this you know why When When you're flowing You can see with your eye Something but you're hearing a word Different obey the word Yeah (laughs) Okay Obey the word Go ahead, do it 30 to 35 Right.
3: Okay, amen Amen Uh, So they asked him What sign then will you give That we may see it and believe you What will you do Our ancestors ate the manna In the wilderness As it is written He gave them bread from heaven to eat Jesus said to them Very truly, I tell you, it is not Moses who has given you the bread from heaven, but it is my father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is a bread that comes down from heaven and gives life to the world.
0: Can you read, is that verse 33? Can you read your verse 33 again?
3: Yeah. For the bread of God is a bread that comes down from heaven and gives life to the world.
0: Can you stop for a second? Can somebody else read me verse 33 in your own translation? Amen. Amen. Amen.
4: For the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world.
0: Amen. Amen. Now, what 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 Bible version were you reading, Abele? Uh,
3: this is um new English version.
0: Okay. Do you see... The big tackle it just gave you. Mm. Yeah, the bread of God is He. Jesus is saying the bread of God is a person. Yes. But those people there, they figured they didn't mean any harm. They just felt, oh, this doesn't really make sense. I can bread be a person. Okay? But in the one you wanted us to read, it says very clearly that the bread is a person. Okay? Yes.
4: And even in in 35, because you said to read to 35.
0: Correct. So please read, read from verse 34, Ebele, down to
3: 35. Sir, they said, always give us this bread. Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry. And whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Amen. Amen.
0: So I just wanted to come here so we can understand what the bread is. Amen. So if you recall, when the children of Israel were in the wilderness, God sent manna from heaven, right? Which was bread, right? Yes. We saw also, we're looking now at the holy place where there's also bread, 12 loaves of bread called the show bread, correct? Mm-hmm. And we said there's also another bread in the Holy of Holies called the hidden manna, which is inside the Ark of the Covenant, correct? Yes, bread. so we see three kinds of bread, all of them representing Jesus. Amen. Amen. So it doesn't matter wherever you see bread. The Bible says Elijah was hungry, and a raven was sent to feed him, and it brought him bread. Would you eat bread brought to you by a raven? <laughs> Can tell where that raven got that bread I don't have to tell you But you know what God was saying Take my word It doesn't matter who brought it to you Take it don't say Look at this little girl who does she Think she is to talk to me Huh that's your raven Bringing you bread Mm. Amen The the, The word of God is Beautiful there's messages in Everything God says Okay, that's why I said No matter what you're struggling with in life Don't be afraid to preach the gospel of God Don't look at yourself and say Look, oh, what a terrible raven I am I hope you know in the Bible A raven is considered an unclean bird
4: Yeah, they eat out of the garbage
0: Exactly So they're not one of the birds that we're allowed to eat But God used that bird to send food to his prophet Who has died of hunger in the wilderness Which is a message to you and I That God can speak his word to you Through any person and some people say, Oh, let's TD Jake's. He said, Well, I'll pay $500 for TD Jake's book, but I won't pay $200 for Dr. K's. Why? Because he has 100,000 members. What makes you think he's the person God wants to bring his word to you through? Be on the alert for the word of God. Okay, Ebele, you wanted us to read um, verses what to what in that same chapter? No, just 51. It said, um... Yes.
3: Um it just said I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Yes. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. This is this bread is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Now we said that we're looking at the table of showbread, correct? Which is yes. the third item right now, correct? Yes. And we said there are how many loaves of bread there
4: Twelve loaves
0: Twelve loaves Now are there twelve Jesuses Or are there twelve tribes the Twelve, 12 tribes. tribes Are you a member Of one of the twelve tribes Yes Absolutely So who are the twelve loaves Twelve nations Twelve tribes We are the believers We are We are. Now, you know, of course, it's not referring to the 12 tribes of Israel in the Bible days, correct? Yes. Good. Because in the book of Revelation, it gives us the list of the 12 tribes. And the list of the 12 tribes is different from the list of the 12 tribes in the book of Exodus. Okay? All right. So you are supposed to be the life of the world. People are supposed to get life from you. Amen? Amen. So no matter what you're going through, people will be in their homes going through the same thing you're going through and God will tell them, oh, call a belly. And then they will call you and say, oh, Sister Billy, you don't know how life has been. I don't even have money to eat. Meanwhile, you two don't have money to eat. Yeah. Are you with me? Yeah. You don't know what what I'm going through. This is, and she's saying exactly what you're going through. And you want to just say, do you think I'm God? But instead, what do you do? Refer to the word. You prefer to the word. And you say, let's pray together. Correct? Correct. So you are part of the bread that are the 12 loaves in this table of showbread. Okay. You are the bread that they can see. They can't see Jesus. Why? He's in the he's the hidden manner, isn't that so? Yes. They can't see Jesus. If they if, if they don't see you, how can they see Jesus? Every time you say Jesus loves them, Jesus loves them, but they see you, you're the only Jesus they know, and you can't stand their guts. Yeah, it matters <laughs> exactly. So you are the show bread. Amen? Remember I said show means to show, right? To, for people to see. Correct? Yes. So you are the show bread. You are the life that they can see. Jesus is the life they cannot see. The one that doesn't need to be changed every day. We talked about the hidden manner inside the Ark of the Covenant. Remember? Yes. But you are the life That they can see. You are the bread that they can see. And by the way, your own deliverance is dependent on your delivering them. Like Job's healing was dependent on him praying for his friends who spoke negatively about his illness. Okay, just as an aside. Okay, so let's quickly move to the second, uh, the next, uh, not second, the fourth item. Amen. So, um the fourth item would be the seven golden lampstands everybody there yeah, everybody yeah. with me okay so in what chapter oh i sh- we didn't pick what chapter this the um the table of showbread was in in exodus can somebody tell us please get back there. yeah yeah sorry we've got to go back there quickly
1: Uh, 25,
2: 23.
0: Exodus Exodus 25. Yes, verse
4: 23. Verse
0: 23. Yes, exactly. Good, good, good. So that's the table of showbread. Okay? All right. Now we're looking at the seven golden lampstands. That one is. Verse 31, right? Yes. All right. So the seven golden lampstands, from what you know about the Bible, anybody, what do the seven golden lampstands represent? The seven churches. Very good. How can we show that? How can we show that?
4: It's in Revelations.
0: What chapter? Let's go there.
4: Let's see. It's probably an 11 or 12.
0: Okay. Let's look at chapter one.
2: Okay. Okay.
4: Oh, verse 20,
0: right? Uh, no, we'll take it from verse 9. Take it from verse 9 to 11. Nine, sorry, 9 to 12. Amen. Amen. Mom, are you there? Mom, Logan, are you there?
1: Yes, I'm here.
0: Okay, good, good. So we're in Revelation 1, 9 to 12. We're looking at the seven golden lampstands.
1: How'd you know I was still going from one place to the other?
2: (laughs) Uh, You didn't say amen. (laughs) Yes.
0: He leaves the 99, goes looking for the one. Anybody remember that?
4: Yes. (laughs) Cien ovejas.
0: Yes.
1: Okay, I got it now.
0: Okay, Revelation 1, 9 to 12. Go on.
1: You're not expecting me to read it, are you? No, Dr. K is reading. Okay.
4: I, John, who also am your brother and companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ, was in the isle that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet, saying, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. And what thou seest, write in a book, and send it unto the seven churches which are in Asia, unto Ephesus, and unto Smyrna, and unto Pergamos, and unto Thyatira, and unto Sardis, and unto Philadelphia, and unto Laodicea. And I turned to see the voice that spoke with me, And being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks.
0: Okay, seven golden lampstands. So the voice was coming to him from seven golden lampstands, right? Okay. Now look, read verse 20. Amen. Amen.
4: Amen. The mystery of the seven stars, which thou sawest in my right hand and the seven golden candlesticks The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches And the seven candlesticks which thou sawest Are the seven
0: churches All right So the seven golden lampstands Out of the mouth of Jesus now So this is not I don't really know whether Brother Mike is writing this one This isn't Brother Mike speaking This is the man himself Okay He says the seven golden lampstands Are the seven churches Now, I want you to understand this. There are only seven churches in the world. What did I say?
4: There are only seven churches in the world.
0: Only seven churches in the world. Okay? Now, as for the seven angels, I will touch on that today. Another time we'll talk about that. But these seven churches... Are not just the seven churches in these physical cities he's speaking about. I mean, come on, think about it. What about the church in Macedonia? What about the church in Corinth? What about the church over here? He's only speaking about these seven churches? You think he's just talking about those seven physical churches? Come on. No. At every given time in history, in the eyes of God, they have always been only seven churches now by the way uh, i ought to be a member of the church of philadelphia (laughs) that's that's the only church i want to did you guys notice that was the only church he had no problem with yes okay so the church of brotherly love see these are these are spiritual messages he's sending to us okay Unfortunately, people think he's talking about, oh, in history, there was this church called the church in Pergamos. There was, no, he's talking about today. Today, there's a church called the Church of Philadelphia. You could be in the Baptist church and be a part of the Church of Philadelphia. You can be in the most spiritual Pentecostal born again tongue talking church and be in the Church of Pergamos. Those were the bad guys, right? Two were the, there was one of them, that was, there was one church here that was really bad. I can't remember which one. was. Laodicea. Oh no, Laodicea. They were the lukewarm ones. Yeah, they were the lukewarm ones. They were the lukewarm church. <laughs> one day we'll do the study on this, right? Because you can tell which church you're part of simply by coming back to Jesus' description of the seven churches. And Remember, I said it's not a physical church. You can't go to ABC Methodist Church here and say, ah, this must be a part of the Church of Laodicea. (laughs) Okay, no, it's you and I, okay, as individuals, okay, Mm -hmm. are members of Laodicea. uh, By the way, you could be a member of Laodicea today and tomorrow be a member of Philadelphia. You know that, right? Yes. But the churches remain constant. All right. One. Praise God Okay, so That is the seven golden lampstands Seven golden lamps represents the seven churches Right? Which are supposed to be shining Their lights at this hour, this time Yes To the world, there you go So, now we want to do The fifth and final item for today And that is um, The altar of incense Where do we find that in Exodus chapter In Exodus, I'm sorry
1: 30 chapter uh,
0: one. Okay, Exodus chapter thirty, verse one. Let's see. I have written down. Good, good. From last week, right? Yes. <laughs> good. Exodus
1: chapter
0: thirty, verse one. And thou shalt make an altar very good, altar of incense. Okay. Now, let's turn to the book of Revelation, uh, chapter eight. We read it from verse 1 to 5. Anybody can read.
1: Not there yet.
0: Sure. Revelation chapter 8, verse 1 to 5.
2: i
1: having trouble with my eyes today. Okay, I'll read it. Okay. And when he had opened the seventh seal... There was silence in heaven about the space of half an hour. And I saw the seven angels which stood before God, and to them were given seven trumpets. And another angel came and stood at the altar, having a golden censer. And there was given unto him much incense that he should offer it with the prayers of all saints upon the golden altar which was before the throne. And the smoke of the incense which came with the prayers of the saints, ascended up before God out of the angel's hand. Continue. Yes. And the, sorry, angel,
0: good,
1: the, and the angel took the censer and filled it with fire of the altar and cast it into the earth. And there were voices and thunderings and lightnings and an earthquake and the seven angels which had the seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound.
0: Okay, that's it, that's right. So we can see here that the incense, the altar of incense is the, it's the, somebody help me here. It's the, it's the work of sanctifying or cleansing Of the prayers of the people Okay So if you see here it says um, Verse 3 says And another angel came and stood at the altar Having golden censer And I was giving unto him much incense That I should offer it With the prayers Amen Okay Okay Now let's turn to um, 1 Corinthians Okay That, That will explain it better for us
2: um. Okay. Okay.
0: Give me a second. I'll find what I'll get. Catch what I'm looking for now. No, sorry. Romans chapter eight. Verse 26 To 28 Okay So remember this angel you just saw In Revelation chapter 8 Amen Yes Who took your prayers and mixed it with incense To present to God Mm
2: -hmm. Yes You're
0: going to see him now In Romans chapter 8 Where
1: is all the saints
0: Okay. From verse twenty-six to twenty-eight. Anybody can read. Romans eight. Yes, Romans eight, twenty-six to
1: twenty-eight. Okay, one there.
0: Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: somebody
2: can read i read last time okay
3: good not really likewise the spirit also helps in our weaknesses for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought but the spirit himself makes intercessions for us with groanings which cannot be uttered now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for good to those who God, to those who are the
0: called according to his purpose. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So you see here that angel coming and seeing your prayers and your prayers uh, have infirmities, okay? Your prayers have weaknesses in them. So he comes and takes your prayers and presents them to God with incense. And so when you were praying and saying, oh God, I love John, I must marry John. That angel was telling God, don't mind her. John's a crook. (laughs) make sure she doesn't fall in his hands. Amen
2: <laughs> okay.
0: So so that's why it says, don't worry, even though you were praying for A and you got B, all things work together for good to them that love God. Don't you ask yourself, what does this have to do with the you know the, this prayer? Well, it means you were praying one thing that was infirm, it wasn't perfect, it wasn't the perfect will of God for you. But the spirit, that angel. And remember, I keep telling you, when you read angel in the Bible, in Revelation, sometimes the angel is a man. Sometimes the angel is an angel, angel, like you and I know. And other times it's Christ. Mm. But John is just telling you what he saw. Amen? Amen. Mm. He doesn't know. In fact, he saw one angel, remember, and he wanted to worship the angel. Do you guys remember that? Yes. And the angel told him to stop. Don't do it, I'm one of your brethren That was a man (laughs) Okay He said, don't do it, I'm one Mm -hmm. of your brethren Who holds the testimony of Jesus Christ Worship God Angels don't carry the testimony of Jesus Christ Only men do Okay So please, when you read the book of Revelation And you see angel Don't just go back to your you know, Sunday school days where the angels were with wings and all that. No, no. What context is the angel being spoken about? Within that context, you can tell who he is. Okay? So, when we saw in Revelation 8, where he was carrying our prayers to God, the Bible says there's no other intermediary between God and man except who? Jesus. So, who could that have been that took our prayers, and mixed it with incense and presented it to God.
2: Jesus. Nobody else. Hmm.
0: Nobody else. The Bible has told you there's only one intermediary. Then here, Paul says the spirit of God knows what is the mind of God. Do you understand? Hmm. And he takes your prayers and presents them to God With groanings That are too deep to be understood Yes Okay So That is the altar of incense The altar of incense is about our prayer life You know one thing about One weakness I have in my life I don't know if I should put this on tape I usually don't like To get up and go pray But when I get up to go pray I can't stop I just and then I start asking myself, why was this such a burden to get up and do? But when I start praying, I can't stop and I love it. I just love it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where that came from just now. Well, okay, maybe God wanted me to confess to the whole world. <laughs> but it's true. It's true. But isn't,
1: that, isn't that the spirit that?
0: Even, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And you would expect that i would want to jump into it every moment every day there is something about our flesh that really is anti-god doesn't make any sense you would think oh i would want to be doing this every second every minute but the minute i've hung out a little bit eating my hamburgers watch football this i don't want to pray now you know but if perchance i get to go pray I feel so much lighter, I feel so much better. I don't even want to stop. And that's because something is this thing you see in Romans 8 is happening. Amen.
3: Amen. Can I just, um, it take us back a bit to yes, this, yes, Romans, Romans, uh, Romans, um, 8 26 yes where we talked about the spirit which i from what you've explained now that means jesus yes interceding for us yes but again, you go to 27 and he says now he who searches the heart knows what the mind of the spirit is very good who is this he who searches the heart Um, is that god
0: um that's the holy spirit okay that's the holy spirit those okay you have your spirit. Hmm. Okay. And that's a good question. And here he doesn't, he makes it, he doesn't, they should have used a small S. Okay. Yes. Where he said, he who says it have knows what is the mind of the spirit. You have your spirit. Yes. Dr. K, if you remember, we spoke about this sometime this week when we were talking about when Jesus said, "I into your hands, I commend my spirit. And I was telling you that Jesus had his own spirit, the spirit of a man but not Mm. we're not talking about the holy spirit himself
2: Mm. yes
0: and i said the holy spirit communicates with your spirit Mm. your soul does not have the capability or the the ability to understand what your what the spirit is saying the holy spirit is saying okay Mm. so the holy spirit communicates with your soul through your spirit your spirit Mm. is like software if you send somebody a an a, a email with an attachment But that attachment <clears throat> Requires a particular program to open it If that person, the recipient Doesn't have that program on their computer They cannot open that file Correct? Yes. So The Holy Spirit Works through your spirit It is your spirit That becomes born again By the blood of Jesus When you say I'm born again It's your spirit that was weak That now comes alive So it's able to communicate with the Spirit of God. Now, the Spirit of God, taking what your soul has asked, what your soul wants from your spirit, now washes what information is receiving from your spirit that your soul is asking for and presents it to God. Okay? So, verse 26 says, likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that says in the heart, knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit. So, it, mm. beautiful question. Without understanding the Holy Spirit and the man's spirit, you'll be confused here.
2: Mm.
0: Because it will seem like the Holy Spirit is searching the mind of the Holy Spirit. Mm. But the Holy, but here the Holy Spirit is searching the mind of your spirit. Mm. Okay? Yeah. Okay, to, to collect the prayer points. Because your spirit is not perfect. Your spirit is not all knowing. Your spirit doesn't know the perfect will of God. Mm. Only the Holy Spirit knows the perfect will of God. Your spirit knows more about the will of God than your soul. But remember, your soul is you, correct? Yes, correct. Your soul is you, but you have a spirit, and that your spirit is what guides you in God. It's that your spirit is like the antenna by which you're able to receive signals from God. Mm. Without that spirit, you could be the most intelligent person in the world with a PhD, electronic, scientific space, archaeology. Okay.
2: Mm.
0: But you don't have, if your spirit is not born again, you cannot comprehend the simple thing of God. And mm. that's what Paul is saying here, that the, the, the Holy Spirit of God is communicating with your spirit, is searching your spirit, seeing what the soul your soul has told your spirit, your need or your situation. And the Spirit of God now is taking that prayer to God, okay? Okay. Or bringing it to pass, sorry, not taking it to God, because the Holy Spirit is God himself, is bringing it to pass according to the will of God for your life. All right? That's a great question. That's a great question. All right. So we've looked at these three uh, today. We've looked at um, the seven golden lampstands. We've looked at the table of showbread, and we've looked at the of altar of incense and we have seen their what they what they what those things were symbolic of we've seen their reality in the new testament is that not so yes so we now so when we so when somebody says what is the purpose of learning all these things in the old testament okay i, I don't see the value in it Ooh, what, what okay so what what why are you what now Imagine that what you and I have learned between last week and this week is absolutely nothing compared to the other beautiful mysteries in the Old Testament that are revealed and made better understood in the person of Jesus Christ. Don't you see now why you need to go learn and study the Old Testament? All connected. It's all connected because the Old Testament makes you understand If you hadn't read about the um, altar of incense in the Old Testament, what you just read now in Romans chapter 8 wouldn't make sense to you. Do you get it? What you read about, what you read about, oh, and what a coincidence. It was Revelation 8 as well. Both of them were chapter 8. Okay, what you just read in Revelation 8, where the angel took your prayers and mixed it with incense before taking it to God, wouldn't have made any sense. You can see two different apostles Saying the same thing In different ways That tells you This is the word of God Not the word of man There's no mistake There's no mistake Amen John is giving it by in, in a picture form Paul is giving it In doctrine form Amen Amen, Amen. So you use the bible to interpret the bible Praise god so next week We should go into the mercy Seats and then the ark of the Covenant and i think we should be done On studying the seven Items of the of the um, Tabernacle of moses Amen and Amen. remember i said These same seven items were in the temple Of solomon so it doesn't matter whether you're reading The tabernacle of moses or you're reading the temple Of solomon it's the same seven items. Amen? Amen. Right. Jesus has fulfilled all the work requirements of the outer courts, those first two items that we studied last week. It is these last five that really matter to you and I. When you and I get to the seventh item, the Ark of the Covenant, the Bible says at that point, the mystery of God will be complete. Okay? Now we'll see that next week. Praise God. And any, any questions before we close in prayer?
3: Yeah, um I know you may have said this already.
0: No, go ahead. Um, That's fine. What
3: what does this sense signify again? Prayers. Prayers. Okay.
0: Yes. Good question. Mom Logan, you have a question?
1: No, I'm fine. I was just writing.
0: Good. Dr. K, any question?
4: No, I just think that um, it was interesting, our discussion about the 12 uh, loaves of showbread because all the time people, Christians say, you're the only Christ that people mo- that people will see yeah this kind of uh you know solidifies that
2: yes yes
0: mm. you're the show bread the bread that people can see amen all right can somebody close us in prayer please
2: so I solicit your prayers I solicit your support okay I want to thank you for your time for those of you who have been faithful you know uh, supporting this work for being involved sharing these videos okay don't be don't, don't don't get weary. Don't be weary. Don't get tired. Your strength is supposed to come brighter and brighter every day. Okay? Keep pressing on. Share these videos with your family and friends. Start watch parties on Facebook. Go with these videos so your friends and family can discuss it. Okay? And continue to write us. Write me through Facebook. Write me through you know, the, the comment section here on you. Okay? So I want to encourage you. Thank you so much for the way you've been supporting us. Thanks so much for all that you've been doing. We really appreciate it. Remember what I said: if you want to continue listening to us, uh-huh. online audio, you can always go, okay, to our website. You can see the online radio channels that you can get us through. Like I mentioned, um, Apple's iTunes, I mentioned Apple iTunes. I mentioned um, Spotify, and I think Google. You can also, you know, the other platforms also through which you can hear us through audio. Okay, I want to encourage you to subscribe to our channel. And to, you know, hit the like buttons. Hit the like buttons. I can't say that enough. Every time you watch videos through YouTube, hit the like buttons. Now, if you're watching through Facebook or you're watching through some other the like WhatsApp, it's not going to show here, so you won't even see a like. But if you're watching through YouTube, I want to encourage you, or Facebook, wherever it is, I want to encourage you, hit that like button. Okay? Hit that like button. It matters to us. Okay? Thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for everything that you've been doing you know, by watching our videos.